0: How did it happen? How did we start off with such glorious beginnings, such glorious promise, only to end up here? Consider man's global condition that is laden with disease and sickness and plagues and deformities and tragedy. Consider man's anxieties and stress and mental disorders, his bondages of drugs and alcohol and sex, his devastated home, his murder, his rape, his lying and thieving, his political corruption and on, it's bottomless. How did we get here, and is there an escape route? Welcome to God Said, Man Said. This is feature article 481 that proves the inerrancy of the majority text Holy Bible, and every Thursday Eve, God willing, it grows by one. All features are archived in text and streaming audio and are freely given for your edification. Thank you for coming. We're honored to have your company. This feature is the first in a short but marvelous series of like subjects. This feature is titled The Greatest Mystery of All Time, and be assured, this title is not an exaggeration. These features, as all the others, defy speed reading, slow down, and take time to consider the marvel of these words. Consider how we have arrived at where we are. In the beginning, Adam and Eve were created by God and placed on a brand new earth and a brand new universe and were given dominion over all the earth. They were in charge of the world. God made a garden in Eden and placed our parents there to tend the garden. They were in paradise, and every morning they awoke to a beautiful postcard sky. They were to live forever, and God, the Creator, communicated with them directly. Only one don't was given, Genesis chapter 2. 16 and 17 and the lord god commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die the book of job which appears to be the very oldest book of the bible has a particular passage where god is questioning job with his mysteries job chapter 38 uh, verse 17 Have the gates of death been opened unto thee, or hast thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? I began to ponder such a marvelous mystery-laden question, and God began to reveal the mystery from his word. Etymology, which is the study of language, has a guiding rule known as the rule or law of first occurrence. That rule basically states that the first time a word is used, it establishes its meaning. I went back to the first time the concept of death was recorded by God and arrived at the passage in Genesis 2, quoted above. Then I went on to the next step where death actually occurs in Genesis 3 and discovered the doors of the shadow of death and the gates of death, yes, even opening. God commands Adam and Eve not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but in an act of unbelief and disobedience, Eve eats of the forbidden fruit, and Adam follows her pernicious leadership. The gates of death swung open wide, and our progenitors walked right through, taking all their future offspring with them. They walked through the doors and were dead spiritually and cast out of paradise that very day. Their physical bodies returned to the dust later, but be sure that all of their offspring were spiritually stillborn. Psalms 51 uh, verse 5 reads, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Ephesians 2, 1, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. The gates of death swung open as a result of unbelief and disobedience. The doors of the shadow of death were encountered when Eve drew near to the temptation and entertained the rationale of the second voice. The gates of death and its shadows have not changed sin and death are synonymous james chapter 1 verses 14 and 15 but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed and when lust hath conceived it bringeth forth sin and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death sin equals death for a very simple reason god is truth God's word is the truth, and yielding to the truth results in life. God is 2 plus 2 equals 4. When you reject reject truth, excuse me, you end up with a lie. 2 plus 2 equals 3.9, and the fruit of that lie bears its sin and its death. In the example of Adam and Eve, without the knowledge of good and evil, they could not sin. The definition for sin is James chapter 4, verse 17. And uh, that reads, therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Once man had the knowledge of good and evil, Satan had the tools to bind the souls of men in the prison of sin and literally wrenched the deed of the dominion of the earth from Adam's hands and became the God, little G-O-D, of this earth. The question is, how do we get out of this mess? All issues, big and small, revolve around Genesis 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3. When the first voice, God's, was obeyed, our parents dwelt in paradise and would live forever. Since the second voice, Satan's, was obeyed, paradise was lost, and sin and death now reign over the sons and daughters of Adam. All evil, all death, all sorrow, all wars, etc., are a product of obeying the second voice. If it were not for the second voice... We would need no Savior. There would be no Armageddon, and there would be no white throne judgment or lake of fire for man. We would have Jesus Christ our Lord and Creator and be living in paradise forever. Fallen man was in a terrible strait, but God was forming a way of escape. Prior to sin, Adam and Eve were naked in paradise. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 25, the scriptures read, And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed but after sin they recognized their nakedness and in an attempt to cover their nakedness they sewed fig leaves together god instead took animal skins and made them clothing to cover their shame shame that was the result of their sin life the creatures whose skins were used was given to atone for sin this pattern continued through the entire four thousand years of the old testament Abel, the second son of Adam, brought God an animal sacrifice, a firstling from the sheepfold. Noah sacrificed unto the Lord, as well as Abraham, and Isaac, and Jacob, and Joseph, and all the children of Israel, for the remission of sin. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22 reads, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. The mystery of the way of escape was playing out before the sons of Adam. But why blood? Why a sacrificial lamb? Why did an animal have to die to atone for man's sin? The Bible tells us that the Old Testament law, such as the law of the blood sacrifice, was a shadow in a schoolmaster, bringing us to the mystery of redemption. Redemption was surely a mystery to the saints and prophets of the Old Testament. They prophesied of the coming Messiah, But none knew the real plan of salvation. This ignorance was demonstrated by the leaders of Israel at Christ's advent, and even by the apostles and disciples leading up to the crucifixion. Today's leaders of Israel, as well as most of this world, they are still ignorant concerning this mystery. Ephesians uh, chapter two, chapter three. Excuse me. Turn with me to chapter three, verses eight through eleven. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Then in uh, Colossians chapter 1, verses 25 through 27, the word reads, "...whereof I am made a minister, according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, even the mystery." Which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The mystery of the reason for the blood sacrifice is revealed in a conversation between God and Satan in Job chapter 2, 1 through 5. Again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect uh, and an upright man? one that feareth God and escheweth evil. And still he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thine hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. Satan said, Skin for skin. Yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. The first Adam, Jesus is known as the last Adam in 1 Corinthians, the first Adam, without any apparent resistance to sin, threw in his lot with his wife and surrendered to the second voice. From that day forward, man failed consistently, and it was Satan's confident argument that no man could live according to God's design. Satan's position was that when life's desires were placed before man, and that when his life was on the line, he would reject God, and the Scriptures support that premise at least up until Jesus Christ. Psalms chapter 14, verses 2 and 3. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. They are all gone aside. They are altogether become filthy. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Jesus Christ came to this earth as a son of man and also as the only begotten son of God. He was sinless and perfect before God and laid down his own will and his own life because of his love for the Father. Jesus Christ broke the back of Satan's skin-for-skin argument. Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of the mystery of redemption. He is God's plan of salvation. He is the fulfillment of the blood sacrifice. He is, in fact, the first voice, for his name in Revelation is the Word of God. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, that he did not come to destroy the law, but he came to fulfill it. The Bible records these words of John the Baptist in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, uh, verse 29. The next day john seeth jesus coming unto him and saith behold the lamb of god which taketh away the sin of the world jesus christ is the fulfillment of the old testament shadow of redemption he is the fulfillment of the animal skins with which god covered adam and eve's shame christ shed blood not only destroyed satan's skin for skin argument but made it possible for man's sins to be forgiven and for him to be reconciled unto God. For the first time, Jesus reveals the mystery of redemption that was 4,000 years in coming to a Jewish leader by the name of Nicodemus. John chapter 3, uh, verses 1 through 3, uh, we find the following. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Born again is the miracle of redemption that takes place when an individual believes upon the Lord Jesus Christ, repents of his sins, and surrenders his life to Christ. It is a miracle. Here one is born into the family of God. Here one receives a new father, a new name, a new purpose, and a new destiny. Here one aligns with the first voice of paradise. Romans chapter 16, verse 25 through 27. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel, and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest, and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. To God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. The greatest mystery of all time is revealed in Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory.